Welcome everyone to the episode of the Definitive Crusade. I'm your host, Johnny the Machine Hughes, and joining me this week from across the rather large pond, we have Matthew and we have Freya. Hi. Welcome, one and all. How are you both doing? Doing well. Doing well, Johnny. Doing well. You missed a chance Uh, there. I'll ask you again. Matthew, how are you doing? Are you tickety-boo? Oh, I'm taking it. That's right. I, I already forgot. I already forgot what it was. Oh, my Dang God. I'm so, oh my so God. a little bit of context. Uh, <laughs> right before uh, right before we started the podcast, I asked how Johnny was doing. And he goes, I'm tickety boo. And I was like, what, is, what does that mean? And then he told me what it meant. And I was like, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to use it. And I already uh, forgot it. <laughs> epic fail. It was, a, it was a fail on my end. I'll just leave. See you guys. Bye. All right. Okay. So before we get into the books, um, for those who've kept an eye on Twitterverse over the last few days, you'll know that um, we lost a a comic book veteran. Neil Adams has sadly passed away this week at the age of 80. Uh, For Mm -hmm. those that aren't aware, Neil Adams, pivotal in DC history with the uh, team up of Green Lantern and Green Arrow. On a social mission before taking on old Batman himself with Denny O'Neill and bringing back the Dark Knight detective from the happy go lucky 60s Kapow whiz that we had. Um, your thoughts on, on Neil Adams, Freya? Are you a Neil Adams fan? Um, just like everyone else, yeah, there's some that I like and there's some that I don't. Cool, mm. yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Matthew, yourself, uh, he will be missed. Um, but um, yep. I'm kind of the same opinion as Freya. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. So there you go. Check that out. Yeah, Before... I like that one. That one was one of the yeah. good ones. This is, uh, this is Batman 244, part of the uh, introduction of Rachel Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the scene is massive. It's been used in Batman the Animated Series um, yeah. in a two-parter, um, which highlighted the whole story. So... Um, Neil Adams, um, I think, you know, a round of applause for all his work. Thank you very much. Woo. Round of applause. Go. I'm yeah. clapping even though it's not tracing it. <laughs> Your hands are moving like the flash. That's yep. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, so we have three hosts, four books. We're going to start off with uh, Tracy's book, who isn't here. So Tracy... Thanks for making us read this. <laughs> Yay! And after I was nice, I, yeah. I was going to pick the books for people, and I said, "No, I can't be that cruel." And then this happened. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew it's Tracy like... was going to pick this, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's like, "Your book was a surprise." All right. So this yeah. is this is Swamp Thing number twelve of sixteen, which seems an odd number for a series, but hey, um, written by Ram V. Art by Mike Perkins, colors by Mike Spicer, letters by Adita Bidika. Um, before the show, we had a quick chat about books, and Matthew said, this wasn't a bad read. So, Matthew, would you like to elaborate on that for me, please? Uh, I actually, I was actually kind of invested to it. You know, I, I haven't read any of the other books, and if I had, it's been a while uh, since we've read them. So, uh-huh. I, I don't really know the story but it, it did kind of enthrall me into it uh, as I was reading. I definitely love the artwork. You know, it's the dark style. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I don't know who this character is. And so I was very confused at first because when it, when it was uh, when I was first uh, reading through it, I was like, what are we doing with zombies in, in Swamp Thing? I think he's yeah. Decay. I think his name is Decay. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know the Swamp Thing guy uh, very much. I think if um, from what I took from reading this book, other than having a headache, um, I think the guy in question, is he not being such an industrialist or something? Is that not what he's saying there? Is that just he's, what he's saying? I'm saying I think he's like in charge of some kind of industry. Like yeah. I said, I have I haven't read the other book, so I don't really know the whole story. Um, but just from the mm. artwork, uh, initially it got me into it. Uh, whoever this Harper Pilgrim is, um, is apparently who this guy was. Mm -hmm. um, because apparently he has Harper's chest inside or Harper's heart inside of his chest. Uh, it's, it's an interesting story. And we learn about, you know, Swamp Things waking up from something. He'd been in uh -huh. a, a slumber for a while, uh, fighting something off or mm -hmm. one of his friends is fighting something off. And while he's sleeping, they're trying to re reawaken him, which brings in this whole Jericho's Rose concept. Um, and it's, it's quite what the issue is named after is Jericho's Rose. Essentially, Jericho's Rose is this one bud that is represented representative of his hope. Um, mm. And it's just kind of funneled into this one thing. And then his friends use that to reconnect him to his human side and awaken him back up. So that way they can fight against whatever this thing is. Mm. Um, and then this guy... Um, I don't, I don't know I don't know uh, who this guy is uh, but we then pan from swamp thing after he wakens himself up to uh, this guy walk uh, walking through the tunnels of old Detroit yeah, yeah uh, that was a bit that was a, I don't know I think I think this is metaphoric because the guy in question <clears throat> the guy they're looking for is levy or Levi Levi mm -hmm. yeah but whatever English you know well, um um suppose like the jeans isn't it yeah okay yeah. Mm -hmm. um levi is the new swamp thing huh? swamp thing okay. isn't alec holland anymore levi is the human huh. the human id or the human id inside the swamp thing um okay. so this running through the tunnels <clears throat> i took as metaphoric for levi and his journey to date or his battle, his journey to battle to date, but, but like you guys, I've not read this before. So Tracy, well, if, stitching up, stitching up like a kipper here. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 that's the case, it makes me even more interested in because that's really well done. If it's mm. if it's a metaphorical statement rather than it being something else that's taking place. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so oh. as, as he's as he's stepping through the the green here, it seems to me that he's like getting drawn in to transform into. And that's mm -hmm. where he's getting the 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 morphin time. <laughs> it's morphin time. <laughs> Pterodactyl. <Yeah>. Swamp thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that that's funny. Well, that's but, what I thought. That's but, um, and then we we see we proceed to go through the book, um, and at the very end, we are introduced to another new character. Uh, one that has been reawakened, mm. uh, and she takes on the name of Trinity. And I'm kind of yeah. curious to see how this progresses because I don't, and as far as her backstory, nothing really 
No? I don't really know anything other than like, you know, during the, uh, uh, it says here in July 16th, 1945, when the first nuclear device was detonated upon the white sands, formed and scattered in the heat of the blazing suns. Uh, blah, 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 blah. There she lied. Uh, so they buried her deep under the Alamogordo ground and she thought nothing of it. And then after years of staying in that state, she then awakens to Trinity. And that's like at the very last end of the page. But cool. Oh. So there art, you go. Artwork goes. Uh, I liked the artwork. It was very, very well done. Um, the whole macabre uh, thing of Levi going through and all these, like what seems to be machines mm -hmm. connecting all the bodies, it was extremely dark, which for those who have been uh, listening and watching for a while, I like the darker things, I like the darker artworks. Yeah. So, cool. Excellent. Good show. <clears throat> so, a win for you. Would it make you want to go back and pick up the other eleven issues? I'm. I'm curious. I am curious. Maybe not. Maybe not the other eleven, but definitely just one or two to try to figure out exactly what's going on and then Wait proceed the from there. Wait for the trade. That's what I would do. Wait for the um, Freya, you sometimes like a little bit of vertigo and, and yeah. such things. How's this? Does this float your boat? Yes, it does. I, I like it. Um, the, the story is interesting. Um, but like I said, I'm not all that familiar with like uh, Swamp Thing because I don't usually mm -hmm. read Swamp Thing. But I do like the art style. It's, uh, it is dark and gritty, and mm -hmm. I like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I like the representation of Chicago because if you've ever been there, <laughs> it's like there. Uh, <clears throat> but... Um, okay. Yeah, I liked it. Story's interesting. Um, I I would probably enjoy it more if I knew who all these people were. So I, mm. I'm I might go back and read them, and if I enjoy the full story, I'll buy it. But mm. um, I yeah, because I don't buy books until like their stories are done, and then I'll yeah. buy it because I don't want to have like the first issue of something and then have them ruin it. So mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I think it's a should read. Um, if mm. the art style bothers you, then yeah, I would just, you, you can, because it is very uh, different, I guess. Yeah, yeah, lots of shouts. Well, for those that have been following um, Ram V's move from Vault Comics into DC proper, you'll know that Ram V's worked on Justice League Dark, had a heavy hand to play in the Swamp Thing on, over there, uh, had a Swamp Thing special out a couple of years back. So there's a, an affinity between Ram V and this character. Mm -hmm. So... It's good to see that that's progressing. It's good to see that Swamp Thing's taking a, a more active role, even if it is in the vertical world that doesn't exist anymore. But, you know, Swamp Thing is a character that needs to be in the DC universe. Maybe mm -hmm. doesn't need to be on a superhero uh, team. No. He, need, he needs to be around. Um, I, like to, I like how um, Ram V mines the relationship uh, between um, the characters um especially the the female character hugging him here and so on reminds me so much of the abby alec relationship from mm -hmm. from early doors um so i quite like that um the artwork is is great i'm with you on this one um has a very michael netzer feel if you want to check michael netzer out you need to look at some of the uh, batman stuff he did as well as a huntress miniseries um before she got a regular um but the thing that really sold, sells it for me is the colours. The colours mm. are fantastic. They're beautiful. Uh, 
you've got the, you've got the darkness of the machinery and the and the purple shades coloring the whole page then then you get the green and it's luscious it's a definite it's a, de it's a visual juxtaposition against the environment and industry if you want to look at it that way um mm -hmm. with that said um i like to be entertained by comics i know i know the environment's in a bad shape i don't need to read about it in a, in a comic book um yeah but know, that's I just kind of swamp things thing though mm -hmm. so. yeah, i'll give you that i'll give you that but there's ways of doing it without sort of like um, yeah i get you being preach about it because it's like in my head i was writing my notes earlier i was like you're you you're writing about something for an industry that has felled thousands of trees to produce product that i'm buying so therefore you're dissing me for buying your product <laughs> well here's the thing about stuff like that they're usually hypocrites yeah like celebrities flying around on their private jets screaming climate change but they don't they're not going to turn the lights off in their multi-million dollar mansions oh no they want us peasants to live without electricity mm. and you know cars and don't get me started on freaking electric cars because oh all those things are so it's it yeah They're it so ends up taking up the environment they use more gasoline and more fuel than a regular car would yeah and you know how they get the lithium batteries they strip mine they strip yeah. mine to get that crap and then you know the batteries can't even they only last for like what 15 20 years and they have to get a mm -hmm. new one but then they can't throw them where are they going to go they have to throw them in like a biohazard waste area because they're lithium and then you know, plus those cars are freaking ridiculously expensive. And then, you know, those stupid windmills. Do you know that they kill more, they like slaughter birds in mass, like they're getting sued for the amount of birds they're killing. And yep. when the, they break down, they can't get rid. Do you know what they do with the propellers? They bury them and those don't yep. decompose. So they just bury that crap in the ground. Yep. So yeah, sorry. These people are a bunch of, not all, but a large majority of them are a bunch of hypocrites. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Onward. <laughs> and I'm so glad I mentioned the environment. Insert uh, rant here. What got me, what would surprise me, Freya, not the rant, because, you know, I love a good Freya rant as much as the next person. I'm yeah. amazed you didn't pick it up yourself and say it. But never mind. Hey ho. I'm glad I was here to I, poke the bear, as it were. That was where <laughs> I wait for my book. I was going to rant on that. So. Oh. Duh, I, there's I, a reason I book. picked it. <laughs> well, there's a re well, I'm going to go first on your book on that one, I think, but uh, okay. it's short and sweet. Um, right, <clears throat> next up, we have um, we have Matthew's pick, I believe. Was this you, yeah, Matthew? We do. Yep, we do. Detective do Comics, Detective yeah. Comics 1059. Woo! Woohoo! Normally, Josh is the one that picks up the Detective Comics, so this is my first one. All right, so let me give it the old uh, heave ho. So this is written by Mariko Tamiki and Nadia Shamas, um, art by Ivan Reese, inks by Danny Miko, colors brought by Brad Anderson. I'll say this about the inks and the colors, you can tell it's these guys. There's a level of quality in this book that is just outstanding from a production point of view. Mm -hmm. Throw in the backup story with Gotham Girl, you've written by Senna Grace, art by David Lapham, colors by Trish Mulvihill, and letters by Rob Lee. Matthew, take it away. Stick to the detective comic uh, first, please. <laughs> uh, as you said, uh, as you said, uh, um, there's a special amount of quality uh, to be expected from these people listed. 
and you can definitely see it. It's very incredibly well done. The very first shot that we see with the sunrise over Gotham, beautiful shot. Almost immediately ruined by this really gross mustache. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but the story, the story is really well written. Um, as we go through, it's definitely heavily based, as we can assume, around the Riddler. Uh, because he's on the second panel, and he's apparently got this morning talk show that he is trying to get Batman to listen to. And millions of people have tuned in, and, you know, Batman trying to catch the Riddler, uh, he he listens to it. But then we we spin over to um, a, a courtroom where uh, the lady, I'm, I'm blanking Church? on her name. Uh, judge, the um, I know it's judge, a judge Donovan. Claire Donovan. Donovan, thank you, thank you, Donovan. Uh, <laughs> judge Donovan is uh trying um Martin Ashen, which Firefly, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, uh, for arson, uh, which Firefly's whole stick is that he's an arsonist, um, and then uh, as Firefly was Garfield Lynn's. Okay, 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 okay. Then I had, <laughs> then I had it mixed up, mixed up. I, in my, in my mind, as I was reading through this, I was like, Martin yeah. Ashen, isn't he the fireball? And so I, okay, that's that's a mistake on my end. Then no, no, it's cool. Uh, I like, I like uh, how you, I like how you're seeing conspiracies. That's really cool. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, but then the court takes a break. Uh, bomb is discovered by Judge Donovan. Uh, Batman comes to the rescue as always, and just I, once again the artwork here is just so well done yeah i just i just found myself as i was reading through this i found myself looking at the artwork and looking at how the bomb is connected to the phone mm. and it's it's beautiful it, it really really is well done uh batman takes the bomb throws it outside judge donovan is now in the hospital because i believe she suffered a, concus a concussion her mother runs in they have a whole spat because as mother daughters do um then Is bruce it? wayne <clears throat> yep carry on yep bruce wayne runs in um and this is after he has lost his fortune uh so he is just bruce wayne he is no longer bruce wayne the multi-billionaire mm -hmm. uh then he comes in speaks with lady donovan about uh the whole situation and then he takes his leave and he starts hunting down who these people could be the people who set the bomb mm -hmm. and he finds the first one uh a lady by the name of sarah pet who as he locates her she openly admits to planting yeah. the bomb won't say why or other conspirators but she openly admits that she's the one who did it and takes her in um and it's really it's really weird how that how she just is like yep take me in please just take me in yep. please i'm done uh, yeah <laughs> you caught me you caught me you Go got me it's a, fair, just, it's a fair rap just just <laughs> take me in batman um and then we switch back over to uh uh, uh the riddler doing his morning talk show and he mm -hmm. gives us a riddle which i thought was really corny riddle because i caught it immediately off off the top of my head, what what is the call that can only be heard after the fat lady sings? It's a curtain call. 
Uh, and then we pan over to uh, another murder scene, figuring out exactly what happened. Um, then it switches, you know, Batman's trying, he's following the leads, trying to figure it out. And I say, and I'm going kind of quick here, where he's, I'm saying he's switching from this to this to this to this. Yeah. But it does it really well in the story and explaining it. And I'm just kind yeah. of rushing through here. Um, there's a giant smoke uh, bomb that has gone off, a lot of poisonous gas that is going through. And he hunts down the guy who set off the bomb or set off the smoke bomb and he goes my name is john hopper and i'm sorry and then he yeah blows his brains out so as i mentioned you know talking about so swamp thing uh i really like the dark and gritty uh aspect of comic books and that definitely covered it <laughs> yes, it def definitely covered that part uh and batman's reaction there is very well captured yeah, it's a good show. Very, show. very well captured in the artwork there. Uh, so, Freya, what did you think? Do you agree with uh, Matthew there? This is a great book to look at. I really enjoyed it. Um, regular radio is kind of a weird, but, you Has know. Hashtag Arkham City. I mean, he was kind of doing yep. the same thing in um, the Batman movie. The Batman. The Batman. I actually finally got around to watching it. It's on HBO I, now. So I still have, you I think? still have not seen it. I I hated Selena Kyle. Um <laughs> I, 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 I hate it. I I <laughs> The Riddler was fine. Um I liked him. Uh JTT as Joker at the end was painful and I hated it. Spoiler. Like, oh whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> It's on. It's on the internet. It's it's, it's literally yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's 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 a scene that anyway. Um, he, I his laugh was bad. Just everything about his Joker was bad. I hope they recast him because I love Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but no. <laughs> but, but no Joker. That's what no. I want. Let's have um, a, Penguin. Let's, let's, have, hmm? let's have a Batman series without any Joker in it. Please. Yeah, exactly. He has so many cool villains. Um. And I'm sick of Selena Kyle because I'm just sick of Catwoman and the cat bat, whatever. Um, and she she was kind of a, let's say, useless character in it. She didn't really, like, do all that much, to be perfectly mm -hmm. honest. I didn't like the casting for her, to be honest, as well. Um, and my dad mm -hmm. said the same thing. I was watching it with him. He's like, eh, she's all right. I just, he's like, eh. But um, honestly, I was surprised with um, Patterson. Pattinson. I always call him Edward Cullen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or the yep. Harry Potter kid. Um, yep. Cedric Diggory. But Cedric Diggory. Cedric. Um, the boy who died. The boy who died. Uh, yeah, it was. Spoilers. It was, it was, Thanks. It was, it was a good movie. Um, I liked how dark it was. I appreciate that because, you know, unless we're doing like 1960s type Batman, his villains are pretty brutal for the most part. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I'm sick of Joker. I'm sick of Catwoman. Um, and so I think if they do like a couple of years skip and do a better, like a different villain, a uh, penguin was really well cast. I like penguin too. Yeah, so, cool. but anyway, back to the comic. Um, to I like, I like this book. Um, it was very dark. Um, not very dark. It was slightly dark and it had a nice twinge to it. It had a nice little, yeah. Hint of dark you know but I, i'm kind of uh, curious as why they're all turning themselves in whether it's the riddler it's obviously has something to do with the riddler 
like maybe has blackmail or he has members of their families and they're doing these mm -hmm. things because of that. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. I'll probably keep reading it just because I'm curious about what the crap's going on. But Same the art again. is, um, I really like the art. Uh, I could nitpick it, but that would just be mean at this point. So I'll leave that alone for this one because I liked it so much. Um, well, I'm not going to, I'm not. I'm giving it a pass I, because the I, story kind of, uh, you know, so, I mean, I could so do it. Not to, not, not, not to, not to body shame anybody, but is this Batman or is it Fat Man? I haven't quite worked it out. Excuse me, he is shredded there. Uh, obviously, I, obviously, he's been working them ads. It's the sweaters, Johnny. Don't you know that <laughs> sweaters make you look bigger than you are? I mean, yeah. Come Don't on. you know the camera adds ten pounds? How many cameras <laughs> are on him right now? <laughs> <laughs> he's got that dad bod. Getting the dad bod going on. But, but seriously, if you if you look at like powerlifters and people oh, who yeah. lift heavy weights, they have large bellies because all of that is muscle. They yeah, look yeah, that, yeah, but it's but yeah. it's pure muscle. Yeah, uh -huh. gotta ignore Hollywood because they starve them and make them look too skinny, and yeah. it's just like Robert Pattinson in the movie. I did not like him having his shirt off at all. I'm like, dude, you are way too skinny, and they're making you like be skinny to find those muscles in there. Yeah. K-pop does that to me. Anyway, anyway, not I mean, body shaming. I'm just saying. I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm I'd rather look at Jason Momoa. All I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not body shaming. I'm not body shaming either. But what I will say <laughs> is that the wastes on Batman in this book are a, little, are a little bit wonky, to yeah. say the least. They are wonky donkey, yeah. um, and it just really distracts my eye when I see it. It really does annoy me a little bit, but especially when I, the rest of the, the work looks so good. Um, yeah. So that, that kind of threw me for, for, for a bit of a, of a loop. It's just odd, odd panels where it comes across. I mean, don't get me wrong, the whole imagery, I mean, coming through the window looks great. Uh, the shadow when he's, I mean, look at that panel there. What's going on there? Can well, you really run twisted. like that? Can you well, really run like twisted. Uh, you know. Perspectives twisted. Here's a question for you. If you've been reading uh, Detective Comics for a while, we know that Deb Donovan is the reporter on, on, a, on a newspaper or a website. So therefore, she's been a bit of a player um, in the last few issues. Do we like Deb Donovan's uh, introduction into the Batman mythos? I mean, yes, by the way. Uh... Everyone's like, who's Deb Donovan? Yeah, I'll give okay. her time. I need I need give more time. time. Okay. I need more time. Because right now I'm kind of like, nah, nah. If she's really. supposed, if she's supposed to be uh, Judge Donovan's mom or mother, she looks she looked good for her age. I'll give it that. <laughs> she looks good. If she's supposed to be her age, and if, you know, if Lady Donovan's a judge, and I know it takes a lot of, a lot of time to pass the bar, to go through school. Yeah, the things to become a judge. So, yep. so uh, it's got them. It only takes like some money, I suppose. Oh, All I right. agree that. So, <laughs> all right. Also, also featured in this book. Before we take a break, is a Gotham Girl backstory. It's ironic because you were mentioning about Gotham Girl last time around, Freya. And yep. Ta da! There she so is. This is so She's this in is... a mini side story because apparently they don't like her enough. Well, I don't. I didn't mind the story. To be fair, I quite enjoyed it. It was it has a nice little charm to it. Yeah, it's quite easy going. It's kind of got that indie feel, which I liked. 
my only issue with the whole uh, premise of Gotham Girl is isn't she supposed to die? Is she supposed to when she uses the powers, she gets closer to dying? Is that not the yeah? That, that that's the stick, right? And yet, in here, she's using the powers willy nilly. They forgot their own mythos. Ah, okay. So they were like, <laughs> "Hey, she's another Supergirl." Yeah. We only want one more Supergirl, and that's Power Girl. I would love that Power Girl showing up. I would love Power Girl showing up. Bring back Power Girl. And the Boob 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 Boob. I don't think Boob any window. of us would complain. Boob window. Yes. Bring it, bring in the boob he window. needs it. None of this, none of this diversity. <laughs> women, so I, for the real world, some women have big boobs. Yeah, Very. I have a friend who's an H and I have a friend who's an I. Those are big sizes. <laughs> I know. I know. So, I know my sizes. You know, and it's natural. They didn't get any anything done. Actually, the one who was a size H got a reduction, so now she's just a double D. But wow. Yeah. There you go. Cool. I think she's at what that's what the size is. Anyway, okay. I haven't asked. Brilliant. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, so if you're missing your Gotham girl, she's there. I thought it was all right. Frey, you said you didn't read it. Uh, no, Matthew, did you read the last Gotham Girl bit? Uh, I, I skimmed through it. Uh, I skimmed through it. You know, the uh, change in the artwork just threw me off, and it made my brain like click to where I wasn't really that interested in it. Okay, but I did, I did, I did, I did skim through it, uh, and I got yeah. a basic concept of the story. The last panel threw me in for a loop. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of a good panel. Um, I will say, this is a quick question for you before I take a break. Detective Comics is one of those books where you get a main story, then you get a backup story. Would you prefer just to have more pages of main story? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then, and then all those, all the side issues that they have, maybe actually expand a little bit more on them, because I know we've ran into a couple of side stories that were actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they, well, I feel like they deserve their own book, and they. Well, the Huntress one actually. That. The Huntress one led into the main story, so that, that yeah. was sense. And I suppose the kid in Arkham led into the Arkham Tower one. I didn't read it because it was awful. I didn't enjoy it at all. But <laughs> that isn't that. I mean, my take isn't that what Urban Legends the books for? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, all right. Yeah. Whilst <laughs> whilst we get we're not producers or yeah. you know writers or anything, so we don't know how it works. We're just yeah. giving our opinions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just remember, yeah, there is that. All right, view from the cheap seats, that's us. Um, <laughs> We're throwing peanuts. Hey, yeah. do this. Um, all right, so we get loaded up for the next books. Time for one of our fantastic adverts. Hey. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't think we've had this one for a while. Here we go. There's a crisis <gasps> coming. <gasps>
frighteningly intelligent. <laughs> you can get Batman versus a turtle versus John Wick whilst eating staple pie salad. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah, what more? Yeah. Uh, right, so from the sublime to the ridiculous, we've got Freya's choice. Hey. Hey. Now, get comfy because there's some names on this. This is Trial of the Amazons, number two of two. It took two issues just to get all the credits in. Um, so here we go. Written by Becky Cloonan, Michael W. Conrad, Vita Ayala, Stephanie Williams, and Joelle Jones. Featuring art by Elena Casagrande, Laura Braga, or Braga, uh, Skylar Partridge, Adriana Melo and Joelle Jones. Colours are by Romolo Fajardo Jr. and Joelle Jones. I'm guessing Joelle Jones is getting a shed load of money for this book. Um, letters are by Pat Roseo. I'll say how, depending on how you want to say it. Um, I know I normally let the person who picked the book go first, so I'm sorry to break out on this one. But Freya, for me, too many writers, too many uh, artists, it hurts my eyes to look at it. It hurts my brain to try and read it. That's it. I'm done on that one. Thank you very much. So, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like, that's my bit. You guys go. Thanks. I'm done. I'm just the All host, right. right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. What he make... said. <laughs> well, let me go. Uh, yeah. I gotta for this one. I I'll join you. Oh, oh my gosh. Jeez. Okay. Get some water. Oh. I got some water. I'll be the healthy one here. Well, yeah, to be yeah. fair, it's 8 p.m. my time. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fair, yeah. fair. Oh, did, did anyone read the first one just to uh, uh, catch up? Was there was no. the first one? Yeah, we well, had. This a first is issue one. two of two. Oh, oh issue one. Oh, no, no, so, um, issue, let me just ruin issue one for everyone. So issue one ends with Diana's mom being killed, right? And then it jumps, and then, and then it jumps to this. This is what it jumps to. So I was incredibly confused because last I saw that they were all eating dinner at a banquet, and uh, Diana's mom was murdered, and that was it. There was no ink monsters, nothing. So I was incredibly confused about what was going on. So I'm like, like, is this not issue two? Did I miss something? What's going on? Why are there all of a sudden monsters? Why is everyone fighting? Because they were supposed to be having like a little fun, you know, uh, goblet of fire situation going on. But yeah, it just jumps to this. And I was like, what is it? And then let me put my angry face on. Okay. So. um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see this. Let me put my angry face on. Show me your angry face again. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Uh, Very so well I done. actually, I actually found the reading order for this stupid story that would oh, make okay. sense. So how you're supposed to read this, and they, I don't think they tell you. So you start off with Trial of the Amazons issue number one. Then you go to Nubia and the Amazons number six. Then you go to Wonder Woman number seven eighty five. And then you go to Trial of the Amazons Wonder Girl issue number one. Then you go to Wonder Woman number 786 then you go to trial of the amazons wonder girl number two and then you go to trial of the amazons issue number two that's the reading order that's how you understand the story because 
they didn't just do like, oh, extra little side things. No, they did the actual main story in all of these different issues. So if you don't read these and you just read one and two, you don't know what the crap just happened. You just get teleported to the very end of the story. And that would be why so many writers and artists are included yeah. because, yeah. 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 And so spread across so many different other stories and other books. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's absolute, I'm just going to call it, it's absolute trash and it deserves to be burned in a fire because who thought that it's a good idea to have a story go and say, oh, this is issue one of two and then do one, two of two. But they don't tell you, oh, you need to read these six other books or else you don't know what the crap's going on because we're just going to teleport you to the final battle. It's like starting a video game and then like you go to, oh, chapter one's done and it tra transports you to chapter two. But, oh, you're at the final boss for some reason. You don't know why. I'm like, oh, well, you actually have to download these six DLCs that you have to pay for in order to actually, you know, play the game in order. <coughs> it's bull crap. It's actual, just legit shit. And I think whoever just thought this was a good idea should be fired because this is the dumbest crap. Like Dark Metals, it was, you know, pain in the butt because they're like, oh, go to this one, this one. Look, well, you could at least get the main story and the main, you know, books. This one, you can't even get that because you have to go all these other stupid books to read. <coughs> and it doesn't like i said it pisses me off don't say it's one of two it's not actually one of two it's one of like seven books that you have to read so why don't you guys just put them all on trial of the amazons and then just go to someone else's point of view i'd be pretty fine with that if it's just all of a sudden we're going yara's point of view also they said oh you to know about these other tribes you need to read the short stories that were hidden in these other issues like uh what, what was it where does it say that like, if you want to see the prelude to it, you need to read Nebula and the Amazons 1 through 5, Wonder Woman 2021 annual backup strips in Wonder Woman number uh, 781 through 784, Wonder Girl uh, 1 through 7, and Wonder Woman 1987 8 through 14, and then you'd have all the lead up to this story. It's absolute trash. So you have to buy, like, 10 other books. At well, least funny or something, yeah. You've it's, got to be just... a Wonder Woman fan, is basically what we're saying. If yeah, not, and, it... and that's and that's we've we've discussed this since future stays. We like <laughs> we like the new Wonder Girl, Wonder Woman, who got promoted demoted. Yeah, Yara. Girl. Yeah, we mm -hmm. like her. We think she's class. Um, I didn't mind Hippolyta on the Justice League. I didn't mind yeah. her at all. Diana, I don't mind Diana, but when they start doing stuff like this, it just the, the, this book just. There's nothing in this book that makes me want to go and find out where the other books are. The art styles are too dramatically different. The writing hurts my head. I don't understand why there's so much stuff going on. And that's my fault because I didn't buy 20 books. No, I, I'm, with you, I'm with you on this, Freya. So yeah. I'm, I'm not as much of a uh, Wonder Woman fan as, as an Artemis uh, fan. Yeah. So when oh, they showed why, when they, why that is. <laughs> so when they showed her on the cover, I was like, "Yes, she's back, baby!" And then she didn't show up till halfway through the book, and I was like, oh. "Yeah, because she's in prison for some reason." But you yeah. wouldn't know that unless you read the other seventeen million books. Exactly. And I went. She's I went because she's an outlaw. Yeah. But yeah, she's outlaw, an outlaw, but, so she's well, in prison. I don't know, but I don't know when she came one? back. When did she come back to, to, the, to the island? In issue one, she came back with one of the three tribes. And she was there to participate in this little goblet of fire thing. 
Um, so she was there. She was with one of the tribes, and it was fine. So having her in prison all of a sudden didn't make any freaking sense because that they knew that she was there. And then Yara showed up, and so it, it was hey. just like the only thing in this book that I liked was the encounter. Well, actually, let me do this first. Um, so when they're at the wall on page, oh, what was it, page 17? Right. 17, with the little, the <coughs> little demon monster coming out of the doorway. I can't see what little, page I'm on there. 17, I think. Uh, 13. Going. 17. One before? One before? There you after. go. Yeah, can you read what the monster's saying? Because I can't freaking read it, and I have gotten so close to it. Because what's um, the point of having word he, bubbles if you says, can't read them? No, no, what are you doing? One by one, every Amazon will fall. I shall take you all down with me. I refuse to be interred again. again. I, I assume it's again. but It's again. Again, yeah, I'm looking but, at it right now. It's on the screen. But if okay, you have you to zoom in on it to be able to read it, What's the point of having it? We literally had to zoom in on this crap because of how the lettering and the coloration is. It, it, you can't read it unless you put yeah, and, it and right up against it. And we're viewing it on our computers. If you had like an actual copy of this, you'd have to like really look yeah. into it. It, it. It's it's actual trash. And like I said, I hate this whole thing. The only redeeming thing I liked was the Yara Wonder Woman uh, interaction. That was that was cute. That was funny. I'll um, yeah, I I liked that interaction, but then again, it's just it's because I like Yara's personality. Mm. Um, Wonder girl, Wonder girl, what do you mean? I'm just a girl. I was just trying to, you know, be respectful. I'm twenty. Yeah, you know, she's like I'm in my twenties. What do you mean? Yeah, I like her. She's oh, a great look girl. at that! To be continued in the Nubia Coronation special. There you go. Oh, for crying out loud! Is that what it says? Yeah, so excited. Last page, yeah. 48 page one shot. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. Maybe we can see yeah. now. Maybe maybe now we can Tell you what, to get all that, you got you got to be a Wonder Woman fan. Definitely. Yeah, but it, it really it really deters, and this is what people are complaining about. It really this crap is what deters new readers. Yeah, this is why people don't get into comics as much because they can't. They're like, well, they're like, okay, well, I like this story. Well, well, then you have to buy you know this book and this book and this book and this book and this book. And they're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> you know. So, because if I was a I'm, new reader and liked Wonder Woman, then this is what was going on. I, I, I would be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just, I'm just gonna go that, somewhere else. And yeah. that makes a really valid point because, you, I mean, this book's a prime example of this. You pick up a book because and you just pick it up just on the chance. Say, wow, this is really cool. I really enjoy this. Oh, it's continued in somewhere else. So you then trips across and get the other book. But well, the other book's written by somebody else completely with different mm -hmm. style art. And you're like, oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. So then you kind of, you know, but, shoot yourself in the foot a little bit. Yeah, and they shouldn't say this is one of two because it's not one of two. It's one of seven or four, 45. I don't know. But because that's it's this misleading because then because then people will be like me and just go to issue number two and then they're not, they don't know what the hell's going on. Mm. Yeah. 
and they're, they're like, what is this? And then they feel, you know, I would stop reading, like, screw this. This is stupid. Okay, cool. Matthew, do you have anything to add to this? I like that Yara was like, is this a Batman thing, like with the Robins? That's <laughs> Fair enough. That, that, that made me giggle, so. I like Yara a lot. Yeah, we like, we like Yara. We do. We do like her a lot. All right, then. So, therefore, we are up to the final book. Yay. <laughs> I'm not sure if I take that as a good thing or a bad thing, to be fair. <laughs> People are applauding us at the, the, the end of the show. Yay. Yay. All right. So, this is uh, Justice League 2075, uh, Death of the Justice League, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Rafa Sandoval. Inks by Georgie Tarragon, colours by Matt Hermes, and letters by Josh Reed. So this is my call. Um, I called this book. Um, so if you remember, the if you've been reading your Flashpoint Beyond, Batman's in, in front of a big chalkboard, and on the chalkboard at the top in the middle, it says something like 5G averted. All right? Now, for those of you who are aware, 5G was the publishing idea in which DC Comics would mothball um, all their existing characters, like Bruce Wayne, uh, Diana, Themyscira, uh, Kal-El, or Clark Kent, uh, and replace them with new characters. Now, mm -hmm. their whole overhaul has been such debunked, yet we all know that we've got um, J.S. Fox kicking around in a Batman suit. We've got Yara as Wonder Girl, Wonder Woman. Um, and of course, we've got um, John Kent as Superboy um, in the Superman book as well. So 5G in principle might be dead, but the ideas behind it are still prevalent. And this is the start of that. This is the death of the Justice League, the story mm. that nobody wanted or cared about because it's been done a gazillion times before, basically yeah. in 52. So with new, that new 52 uh no the the um there's a are you jesting are you jesting with i'm, I'm jesting with you i'm jesting with you i'm pulling a leg johnny all right okay are you having a jape sir i'm having i'm having a jape batches a jest right. even all right even cool. <laughs> tickety boo then huh? all right <laughs> okay so um star wise um for what it is, I think it's pretty well done. Um, you have to know what's going on in Infinite Frontier, or else you have no idea who the, some of these characters are. Um, it does the House of Heroes, so you get Captain Carrot in there as well with the usual guys. Um, interesting, then the Justice League are a bunch of characters that we haven't seen for a while. Um, but that's by the by. It is what it is. It's just a big fight issue setting up the next thing. The hero survives to warn the rest of the DC universe of the incoming dark crisis. Unlike, unlike uh, the book we've just looked at, this one is pretty much as it is. It tells you where to go. Dark crisis is the next mini event or a big event from DC. Um, mm -hmm. So you know you're going to get special issues from that down the line. It's going to be more easily um, found and located than the uh, Wonder Woman stuff. But generally speaking, it is what it is. Some of the art looks really well. Some of the art doesn't look work so well. Uh, I don't know. I was just kind of like, mm, we should really talk about it because it's like a big thing. But 
I'm like, look at that, oh, Batman symbols back to that. Yeah, hey. um, yeah, and then of course, halfway through the book, you get the initial, the inevitable um, death of some characters. Nice picture, Oliver. Who dies first? Oh, Green Light, Green Arrow dies first, and then oh, there man. you go. There you go. The Trinity bite bite the bullet. Yep. There you go. Cool. like, ha ha. Baha. Uh, Matthew. Hum -hum -hum -hum. Anyways. Hmm. Uh, I'm of the same opinion as as you, Johnny. It's a, it's a fight issue. Um, it, it had some good artwork. Yeah. I, I did I did enjoy the artwork. I really like in this panel in particular. I like the uh, the separate panel showing like the fading or the disintegration that they are going through. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really cool. Um, cool. Points, points. Uh, Shazam surviving is cool. Black Adam. Black Adam. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, he said he said Shazam, and so my brain was like, all, the all Shazam. I know, I know. My brain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not a true comic fan. I should just leave. They <laughs> <Yeah>, put. <laughs> We're already uh, down two people. I can't have another one going. <laughs> he doesn't want to be left alone with me. He's scared. <laughs> I'm still scared from the last time. I know. And, and, I, and I still haven't got my cheesecake. You're never getting your cheesecake, Johnny. You're in England. Uh, <laughs> You're too far away. Oh, let, me, let me just change my holiday plans. Uh, no more cheesecake. Scratch that out. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's an issue. It's an issue. It is, it is a lead up. Uh, it's an issue. It's a comic. It is a comic. Well said. Well done. Freya, would you is there anything you what were your thoughts on this book? Bearing in mind you've just dished the the, the crap out of a woman book for being a, a leading book. Uh colours in uh, it was boring. <laughs> I was bored. I was like, oh, we're doing we're doing this crap again. Okay. Well, I will have to say I'm very interested in the prehistoric thing. You know, the little tag that they had at the, at the beginning. I I'm, yeah. I am I am curious of the Jurassic League. <laughs> Jurassic League? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sorry, I didn't mean I, to interrupt you, Ray. I just right. I just want now, to now I'm, I'm curious about this. No, I'm oh, no, it's it's fine. It's uh it, it's just I don't know. I don't know why they want to. No one wants to kill off the main three. Like who? Who is in charge? Who is in charge? Because also that freaking Canary's face back a couple pages ago was just. I hate when they do that. I understand why they do it, but I hate it. But she has like the little lines. I don't know what's wrong with her face. Like she has the line and the dots for her face. For some just, reason, I'm like she's the main focal point in this. At least you know, take yeah. some time and give her a decent face. She's literally just like, meh, meh, meh. you know. <laughs> it's just, uh, but uh, I just don't she's get it. Uh, and it's because it's so frustrating. I'm like, why are we doing this again? Why this is? No one wants the Justice League to die again you know unless you're gonna do something you know awesome which i kind of doubt it's just 
feels like they're trying to get rid of the Trinity so they can replace them with some other characters. You know, I just yeah. the, the no new, one the new wants the, them. the next Batman. Yara and John Kent. There you go. Nobody not nobody wants that though. Like well it's maybe some people, but like who uh, <coughs> they they're already having problems with people liking freaking what Jace? Jace, right? Jace. Yeah. Yes. Because it kind of like I always have the main problem with Jace is that it feels like he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve the cowl because he's just some random dude that they popped out from the 70s. You know, they'll come and replace. I, I would have been fine if it was Duke, but it's not Duke. It's some random Fox kid that nobody cares about, you know. And honestly, if anyone's going to be replacing Batman, I'd rather have it be Damien or Dick Grayson. Maybe Jason Todd. Who knows? <laughs> it will never be Jason. No, Todd. I know. I, Jason it will Todd. never be Jason. Jason. No. Jason has a completely different. Uh, yeah. Thing it, about him. It'll never be Jason. But it's just ridiculous, and I don't know. You're trying to get rid of your flagship characters because why? Why? Why make get rid of the popular characters? You know. Because <laughs> nobody cares about them if they change the unpopular ones. Hmm. You change the popular ones and you get lots of pr you get lots of press you get like oh batman bruce wayne's not batman anymore yeah. um well who cares about the press there are a lot of well anyway. that's, <laughs> that's how that's how people make you know every time a comic book makes the uh makes the the evening news it's the publisher thinks it's a good thing because people people are now talking about comic books yeah um, but people aren't buying comics you know who cares I, if they're talking if no one's buying isn't hey, the point of a company to like make money and that's a good point that's a really good point i was talking to lucas over on mpp and he was saying how dc haven't had a good speculator hit in ages and that got me thinking it's all right well and good publishers have great speculator hits but that only works for retailers publishers don't care you sell a publisher sells a book even if it's like a one in 25 one in 50 one in 200 comic they're selling that to the publisher at normal price what they're saying is for every 200 copies of a book you buy you will get this variant cover well done it's at the same price you don't pay any extra for it it's the same price the retailer then sells his normal 200 copies of whatever it is batman for example and then the 201st issue is the special variant we can which you can jack up to 200 dollars because hey i had to spend i had to buy 200 books to get this so i need to regardless of the properties made on the first 200 so publishers don't make money on on speculative deals retailers and comic book fans who sell books on make money on speculative deals yeah so and so really if you if a comic company is getting pr press it's to drive people to go into the comic shop to buy the product the death of superman all they wanted to do was people go and buy the book they didn't particularly care which version of the book they bought retailers did because they were selling jack number prices on the one yeah. in the poly bag with the black armband you know yeah so but at, but at this point the death of whoever it's you know batman's died before yeah I was just Superman's died that. before i'm like it's nothing it's not shocking and you know that's why people say no one stays dead in comics because they're Agreed. just gonna bring them back again you know yep. the death of superman and all that that was shocking because you know they didn't kill him off before batman having his you know back broken and killed by bane but then they brought him back obviously you know that was shocking because they didn't do it before 
<laughs> but now they have killed the Justice League how many times? Like, yeah, it's, no, it's I, not I get it. I just... it. Yeah, I understand what you you're talking about, but you know, and my whole thing is though, trying to replace the flagship character with another character, it's not going to work out for you because there's a reason they're 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 the Trinity, you know. Yeah. Um, because I love Yara, I really do. But having her replace Diana, uh, I mean, nah. I mean, and I love the whole Batman and Robin with Dick Grayson and, you know, Damien. But that's because they had great chemistry in those books. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, I, don't, I think replacing the most popular characters you have is kind of a stupid idea. Um, I think trying to build up your new characters as their own thing and not, like, as replacements would be better. Um I like original characters if they're well written, you know, and you mm. because, you know, <coughs> you just have to take time with your characters and actually write them properly. Yep. You can't, you know, throw a character out and go, why aren't they as popular as Batman? I'm like, because Batman's been around for almost 100 years at this point. He's, they're not going to be as popular as Batman. Sorry. Yeah. You know, you, there's, you need there's very, there's longevity. Very major, there's very few major icons out there that are as popular as Batman. Yeah, that's a, that's a given, and that's across anything. That could be movies. <laughs> at this point, I'd, I'd say, yeah, yeah. At this point, I'd say he's better. You know, he's more well known than James Bond. But you know, I hope. Yeah. Cool. Right there, you go. Four, four, four contentious oh. books. Yeah. To, uh, you what? pointed out my fingers that so it looked like I did a rude gesture there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four, yeah. yeah. That's what we did. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. What is going on? Mm. <sighs> all right. There you go. That's it for another show. Don't forget to check out the rest of the UCPN for all your favorite podcasts, including the old timers comic book show, where the hosts aren't old, despite what Freya says, but the comics <laughs> most certainly are. And of course, Matthew. At the Jank Think Tank, where we discuss Magic the Gathering, whether it be cards, combos, or even doing gameplay. And of course, our sister show, MPP, the No Prize Podcast, for all your Marvel, DC, uh, I always say Disney, Marvel, comics, cinematic, and Disney universes. There you go. There you go. Um, Matthew, thank you for hanging out. Oh, yeah, as always. Freya, thank you for hanging out. I love your angry face. Oh. If you have another angry face, dead quickly for everyone. You, you want an angry face? Angry face. Burger bars. There you go. <laughs> um, I've been your host, Johnny the Heat Machine Hughes, and this is my natural face. Hey. <laughs> All right. So don't forget to check us out in a couple of weeks for even more uh, DC Comic News. Yippee Adios. Yippee. See Bye. You.